You're listening to Tech Talk Central. I have with me Lena Diapoli. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> so Lena is um, she works as a postdoc researcher here at Democritos. Um, she holds a diploma in chemical engineering from Mantua which is the relevant MIT of Greece. <laughs> anyway, so she's got her PhD also um, on air pollutioning from Mentua, and she's also done her master's in John Hopkins in the US. So this is all about environment. Yes. Um, so we had you with us two years ago, mm-hmm. and you told us then about the environment. It was a bit worrying, uh, but now we've got a progress, so you're going to talk about what you're doing here. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, well, last time we talked a bit about our research activities. This time I wanted to focus on another activity we've been having the last maybe five years, uh, which is more connected to um, everyday life and more connected to actually the, the needs of uh, our um, authorities or our, our citizens. So... This is, uh, these are some projects that we've been funding through a life program, which is uh, a EU fund tool, which focuses exactly in linking scientists with authorities or stakeholders in order to be able to transfer all this experience produced here in the institutes to uh, be used, uh, practically used. So what we are doing is that we're trying to uh, use all the experience that we've, we've obtained here to create tools uh, which are going to be, we can be easily u- uh, used by authorities uh, in air quality management because this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started uh, with a project uh, five years ago, uh, which was uh, uh, actually created a tool which linked uh, the concentrations in the air that we measure with emissions of different sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea was to be able to control a particulate uh, air pollutant, which is particulate matter, PM as we call it, which is one of the pollutants that are still uh, a real problem for our the, country, but also for other... Uh, they're they're you know, airborne, right? They're yeah. airborne, exactly. Yeah. They're in the atmosphere. Uh, so what happens is that with this tool, you can actually uh, find... Uh, you can um, design control scenarios for the emissions. So decide if you want to decrease, to reduce a source or to increase a source and see what is the amount of uh, PM in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can actually take... Um, control measures which are uh, based on a quantitative assessment of what the effect is going to be. So this was a very successful project that ended last year. Uh-huh. Uh, we implemented it in three cities, in Athens, in Thessaloniki, and in Volos. Mm-hmm. And this tool is now available and is used by the authorities, uh, uh, the local authority, authorities there. And here it's uh, given to the Ministry of Environment here. Uh, so now we are starting a new project. Uh-huh. which is based on these results, uh-huh. uh, and we go a step further. So what we want to see now is uh, how these concentrations really affect the health of the population. So the idea is that, of course, we know we measure the ambient concentrations in there, okay? But, uh, of course, uh, we are mostly um, moving in indoor environments. Uh-huh. Uh, so what we are actually exposed to, what we actually breathe, is not always the ambient concentration because from one part we are kind of protected from the ambient concentrations, but on the other hand, we are also exposed to indoor 
concentrations because mm-hmm. there may be some activities indoors that um, yeah. yes so this uh, the idea now is to move this tool that we have created one step further and to be able to see the effect of control scenarios so again we go to policy making but directly to the specific exposure of people inside their houses their works and also to go uh, to see also the dose that they are inhaling with um, the symmetry models where we can uh, calculate how much of this expo- of this uh, pollution really is going into our organism um it's just so, to, to make a small break mm-hmm. um so the data is being collected by Democritus, by you, and also the the state, or is no. it is it one? Mm-hmm. So the the data and all the work is done by us and by our partners because these are all, uh, this is an international project. So we have also Portugal um, involved in this, and also Finland. Uh, so the idea is that we collect the data. We make, of course, uh, we want their um, contribution in terms of what are their needs. And what mm-hmm. are their problems? So, so you give them an output. We how give do, them outputs. We give them. We organize regular meetings with them. Mm-hmm. We organize events also to inform other possible stakeholders because it can be also some professional groups that are interested, in, depending on the area. Uh, in this case, also we focus on children because they are a very sensitive uh, population subgroup. So we're also doing informative events in schools. Uh-huh. Uh, we are talking to, to teachers, uh, to parents. So the idea is, of course, provide the tools, but also uh, mobilize them because sometimes they don't know uh, that they can have uh, some practices, everyday practices that can be harmful. And it's easy really to, to change that. It's it, it's not uh, cost-consuming. It's not the, You just have to know what it's, you it, have to do. <laughs> I think it's more behavioral change. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So in this project right now, which mm-hmm. involves more health, which mm-hmm. who are the stakeholders? Um, you, you mentioned children, okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously, hospitals and uh, parents are interested, but who are you specifically targeting? The specific stakeholders are always the authorities, either local, regional, or also the national, the ministries, let's say, who design the environmental policy. Because, of course, uh, you, you have... One group is the, the general public, which you have, of course, to mobilize. But then, of course, also you have to take some specific measures. So there you really need to have the authorities with you because we we design some action plans, but then they have to be implemented, of course. That was uh, going to be my question. Yes. I'm sorry, Lena, <laughs> because you're old to us. So I want to go a little bit a step further than the science. Are you pleased... Um, with the actions being taken by the state to your um, outcomes, because you, you're providing the science, you're providing the results. But do you think in our state, in our country, is something being done? Are they listening to you? Okay, so <laughs> this is a big question. The truth is that uh, we have moved a lot forward since uh, the beginning of this project. So when we first started and we started contacting them and communicating to them our results, our ideas, uh, what we want to do, uh, they were very reluctant. Uh, And not because they were not interested, but because they knew that it would be difficult for them to pass all this information and actually these plans that we had to a, a level above, you know. Um, so now we are in a stage where they are really involved, which is good. I think the, the one thing that was important is that they understood that whatever we do, we want to do it with them because it's better to have 
less, um, let's say, to take less measures if you're going to take at least some. Yeah. See, so we, we don't want to be uh, to make these uh, very fancy plans that no one can really implement because okay, the financial situation is we know what it is. So, uh, so the idea is to, to plan with them, and I think now they know that this is what we want to do. So we really want to help. And they are working with us. Um, is the media helping? I think that the must media be a strong factor. is helping a lot, uh, and we are using them a lot. We have to say, obviously. Uh, but uh, I think it's uh, an interaction which helps both because uh, they also learn things. Sometimes uh, we get to hear things that are, you know, sometimes you, they tend to scare people with no reason. So it's good to have the information. But also, you know, to understand um, that we have, of course, to inform people. And sometimes really we have to be careful about things. For example, um, all this uh, um, situation that we have, we had some years ago with uh, the wood burning during the winter season. Mm -hmm. So I think the media there helped really a lot because it was actually an attitude mostly. So... Uh, once people understood what they were doing to their health, to their children, they tried to find alternative ways. I mean, you have to work with whatever you have always. But just for the audience, this is this was actually one of the implications of the crisis that people started uh, to. Well, the oil was much mm. expensive. Now it's gone down, mm. so that actually contributed yeah, also. Uh, yes. um, but people were burning wood in their uh, fireplaces, and they would actually burn anything so exactly. it would be impossible to walk out at night i actually don't i still don't hang out my clothes during the winter because <laughs> they smell like wood so uh what would you say you know with your, your experience with pollution i do remember athens with a, a horrible problem years ago mm-hmm. or like 20 years ago i feel it's changed i feel the environment is much more cleaner do you have the same impression yes of course and also i mean this is also documented in our data so we have a, a huge change over the last 20 years and the last 10 years also even more. Um, we had a very uh, dramatic decrease in air pollution after 2010. Uh, but now after 2013, we see again a little bit of an increase. But um, because, okay, we had... The, our economic activities were really on their yeah. lowest uh, during the period, let's say, 2010, 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, uh, we are much, much better than what we used to be. And we have to say that there, there have been a lot of measures that were implemented mm-hmm. during the last uh, 15 years, let's say. Uh, so there is a big um, improvement there. It's interesting because you're you're talking about um, environment. You're you're exactly proving that this is an environment that has a lot of factors that contribute to it because you you mentioned economically. So a country like ours going through a crisis, less economic economic activity, better environment. Yes, that's (laughs) interesting. We also have a positive effect there. Tell me where where can somebody, let's say somebody who's listening and wants to see the data, the outcomes, where can they find this? information uh, so we have uh, usually uh, each project has its own website so uh, there is uh, the accept air website which is our first uh, live project and now we are uh, starting this new project that i was talking to you about with the children uh, which is called index air so this is uh, it's just started uh, so in the following maybe two, three months, we'll be able to have uh, uploaded information in the web also in this website. 
And uh, and then of course we have contact information. So whoever wants to have some more detailed descriptions or talk with us, uh, we we are very happy. To we'll make sure to put a link once you have it. You can share it with us. We're okay, we're glad to you. update. So my last question for today. Um, obviously, you have a lot to talk. People can look you up. Uh, your whole name is Evagilia <laughs> Diapoli, but we call you short Lena. But what does it take? For a young child to become a scientist like you, because this is researchers' night, and we all usually are targeting children to follow in your steps. So, what is your advice? And is it difficult? And uh, is it easy for girls? I think it is uh, easy once it's something that you really want. So, uh, I think that it's not that difficult as some people may think. Uh, of course, you have really to have to focus on that. And we ha- you have to spend a lot of years, that is true, because uh, the studies are uh, a bit more extensive than um, other fields. But uh, if it's something that you that you like and you actually, I think you, it's something that you need to do. Once it's something that you need to do, nothing is really difficult. So you just follow and the opportunities come to you. So uh, the, is there any difference that you're a girl? Um, Any advice to girls? No, not really. Actually, we are many women in uh, the lab and the other labs also. Um, no, the, the I mean, the working hours are long, but I think this goes with almost every profession now. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, not really. I think uh, even, I mean, my, my initial uh, field was engineering and even there there were a lot of women, so... I don't think that it makes a difference. Yeah, I think that's promising. Actually, in Greece, we don't have such a big situation. Mm-hmm. Less women than men um, no, in no. Greece. There's sort of an equal percentage, which is mm-hmm. I find fascinating. So we've got to wrap up this because we only have 10 minutes. And uh, first of all, thank you for being with us. Thank you. And uh, that was uh, Vagilia Diapuli or Lina Diapuli. She's postdoc researcher here at Democritos. And uh, she knows all about environment, talking about air pollution and her new project now with including air and children. I think it will be fascinating and probably have her around in a few years again talking about that. So this was Vicky Colovaux for Tech Talk Central. See you for now. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central 